Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont and I'm your host. This week I want to talk about Join me separation. as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. That, um, Remember, really question everything, trust yourself and find your truth. How I look view my approach in uncomfortable situations. And so I want to share that story with you and really talk about separation from maybe a little bit different perspective that will hopefully give you the awareness to understand maybe when that's happening in your life and what you can do about it to try something different. When I talk about separation, what I mean is those, those feelings that keep us separate from others, the feelings that make it seem like we're alone, that we're the only person going through whatever it is, um, that there's nobody that's going to help us, uh, people wise, or even, you know, spiritual wise, whatever that looks like for you. Um, it's those feelings that almost like there's something wrong with me. So I have to go separate myself because I can't be in whatever situation I'm in. That's seeing me to feel uncomfortable, upset, mad, angry, you know, whatever those feelings are. Um, it shows up in a lot of different ways, but I think you'll see the theme as I talk through this about separation and, um, maybe you'll recognize this in your own life. So I had this experience, like I said, over the holidays and like many of you, I'm sure, um, the holidays just isn't an easy time of year for me. I try every year to approach it differently, to look at it differently, to, um, do something different, but it seems like every year (laughs) I go in this fucking loop, right. In this circle, it's this circular thing that keeps happening that I don't want to happen. And I'm hoping with what I learned and I'm about to tell you, I'm going to be able to break that pattern because it, it, it bothers me and it, it, it's almost, it's really difficult to deal with. So let me tell you the story. So and, and before, you know, anytime we you tell a story to someone about an event, um, it's sometimes hard to really understand the gravity of the event. If you're not, if you don't have the history of with the person, right. If you don't have the, the, his, the background of the story. Right. So, um, I don't know, you talk to your friend about your, um, your husband or your boyfriend or your wife or whoever, and you're like, this certain thing annoys me, or this makes me mad. And the person is like, well, what's the big deal about it, right? It's only this one thing. But what they don't know is the backstory on all the other layers of annoyances or anger or whatever you have that lead up to that one thing showing, you know, that that expresses that being frustrated about them, you know, about whatever that they're doing. So when I tell you the story about my family, it may seem like that. It may seem like such a simple thing, but I want you to keep that in mind that there's there's many layers to everyone's family, to everyone's situation with anybody. So, um, this, this particular instance builds on a lot of years of other (laughs) things that have happened. Okay. So my family is here in Nashville for the holidays and I go over to my brothers for, um, Christmas Eve and my brother had just gotten a new dog. Okay. And I have my dog, my dog's a little 10 pound Chihuahua dog. Um, every time I go over there, I always bring my dog over. They had a cat before and it was no big deal. So this time they got a new dog and, um, I had asked beforehand, is it okay to bring my dog? Oh yeah. Bring him over, bring him over. Okay. So I bring the dog over and, uh, as soon as I walk in the door, their dog 
I thought their dog was like maybe a 30 pound dog. When I get there, I realized that the dog is like 60 pounds and way too big to be introduced on his turf with my dog in their house. Right. I, I, this was not going well. So I get in the door, the dog's like jumping on me. He's like pawing at me and his paws are up on my shoulder. And I'm like, get the dog, right? Like get the dog off of me. My brother starts freaking out and he's like, well, you got to introduce him sometime. Right. And you got, you know, put him down, get him, you know, just let him see what they're going to do. And I'm like, no, that's not how you do this. I'm not going to watch your dog potentially maul my dog in front of our eyes. Right. You've had this dog two weeks. You don't know anything. You don't know how it's going to be. And my brother's like yelling at me about this and I'm, I'm getting pissed and I'm like, fuck it. I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm, I'm done. I'm going home. This was right at the beginning of before our, our whole Christmas experience. Right. So I go outside to like calm down for a second and I have my dog out there and I walk him around and I'm like, you know, I'm just, my dad comes out and I'm like, I'm just going to take the dog home. It'll be easier. Today is not the day for this, right? Take the dog home, come back. And this whole time after this happened, I'm thinking about now, how is this going to be now in our family with, with the dog situation, right? Because obviously our dogs can't be around each other. They're not, they didn't get along. Um, and, and, and as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking, that means I'm going to have to go be alone. If we go on a family event, right. I'm going to have to be the one that stays at a hotel or I'm going to have to be, be the one that, that dog has to stay home. Right. I'm, I'm separating myself when I'm picturing these scenarios going on and I'm picturing myself being alone and, um, and separate from everybody as a result of this incident that we just had. And so I'm, and I'm, I was even thinking about that, that when I said I was leaving there that on Christmas Eve, I was like, well, I'm just going to go home and I'm running through my mind. Well, what will I do at home when I'm alone then? And then I'm upset. I'm getting upset and I'm getting pissed about this. Right. So I'm having this experience of, of, um, something, an issue I'm confronted or I'm upset or I'm fearful or angry or whatever it is. And my first instinct is it's kind of like a fight or flight thing, right. Where I want to separate myself. I want to get away as a form of protection, as a way to, um, um, put myself like, um, away from everybody so that I can be like recover or, you know, get like process what just happened. But the whole time as I'm doing this, I'm feeling this, this separation, I'm, I'm wanting to separate myself. But then when I separate myself, I'm mad and I'm angry and I'm pissed off that I'm separate. And so I'm, I'm experiencing this on this Christmas Eve, right? This is happening. I'm like, what the fuck, right? This, this whole situation, my brother's yelling at me and I'm pissed and my parents are pissed and everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? And, um, so you can imagine like how the rest of the, the time went after this, right. Which I won't go into, but the, the point of the whole thing was telling, with telling you that story was this, this feeling of separation, feeling separate in an instance when I'm uncomfortable or angry or mad or whatever the emotion is. And then I started to realize this in other areas of my life, right. With my boyfriend, right. When, if I get freaked out or worried or whatever I get, my instinct is myself run, be at home alone and then be mad that I'm at home alone or be upset when I really want to be with him. Or I really want to talk it through, or I really want to, you know, whatever, figure out whatever it is that's going on. And then, you know, I'm, this goes into other areas, right? Work like with, um, friendships, you know, it, pretty much every area of my life, I could, I could find an instance where this is my pattern that I'm doing. I'm doing the separation on, on, I'm purposefully separating myself. And then I'm mad and angry that I'm separate. And I think the whole separation thing, I mean, we're taught that from day one, right. That we're separate. 
like that's part of the programming in the matrix, right? That this, this separation from our source, from ourselves, like we don't know um, the answer. So we need to go out and get it from somebody else. And that other person should tell us how, our, how to live our life, or we should check in with them, or we should find the, this guru or that guru to, to direct us. So we should go to this religion or that religion. And that will tell us how to live our lives. And, um, and, and when you do those things, then, um, then that's the right way, right? It's, it's never that we know what's coming on, what, what the right thing is for us inside. It's that we have to go outside to try to find it. So this, this separation and feeling this, um, again, I believe it's a part of the matrix programming. It's just how the society works at this day and age that we're in and realizing this and having this, this awareness that I separate myself and, uh, as a behavior pattern helped me to start to shift to the opposite end of that. And so I was listening, I posted on my telegram channel. If you're not in the telegram group, um, the link is in the show notes, please go join us there. We have a lot of stuff there. A lot. I don't post on other sites. I just post on telegram. Um, we have a good group in there, lots of comments. So, um, I hope you'll join us in the group, but, um, there was, I was listening to a, a quick update from somebody I follow named Kaya Ra, and she was talking about words for 2022 and choosing the word that maybe where you don't, where you, the old word, like the old thing that you want to leave behind. And then what's the new thing that you want to fill that space? Like what you hear so far, take what you've learned and invest in yourself with the create what you speak Academy. Visit createwhatyouspeak.com to learn more. Now back to the show. And so for me, my, my old word was alone. And my new word was I belong. I, I belong. So when these feelings of separation come up for me, this awareness that I'm wanting to separate myself or that I'm feeling uncomfortable or that I'm going to have to be the one that's alone or I'm going to have to go um, do something different as a result of whatever, I started telling myself, I belong. Like I belong, like I belong to, to, um, in my family, right. I don't have to be the separate one. I belong to this group. I belong to my friends, right. We, we have a, um, I'm friends with them and we were, I belong, I belong there. I belong with my boyfriend, right. We've been through a lot of shit in the past two years, but I belong there. I, I don't have to run and be separate all the time and telling myself that really helped to soften that, to soften that, um, that, that angst or that desire to dart and go and be alone, which I've done pretty much all of my life. And it helped me soften and ease into that. Wait a minute. No, that doesn't have to be the pattern anymore. I can stay. I get to stay. I can stay. Yes. It might be uncomfortable. Yes, it might be, it might be all these things, but I belong and I get to belong and I get to be here just like everybody else. So separation is something that can make us feel all kinds of ways, right? We can, we can take separation in, in, in so many ways and um, separating ourselves and maybe not even realizing it because I didn't realize it until this, this happened at Christmas. Um, I didn't realize I had done that, but then it was so easy to look back and see the pattern before in, in how many other times I've done this. And, and so changing that mindset, changing that shift and telling myself, know that I belong um, helped again, soften so that I could stay in whatever I was in and not feel the need to flee and run. So I thought that was an important thing to talk about today because, um, I think, I, I, I don't know if this resonates for you, if you've done this in your own life, or if you, you see a pattern there for yourself, where you might be separating yourself unknowingly, but then causing yourself 
your own angst or being upset or, um, you know, sadness as a result of that. And I think most of, you know, if you've listened to the show for a while that, um, alone, even that word alone was so triggering for me for so long. I couldn't even say it. I couldn't even say the word alone without crying because that's how intense feeling was for me about that separation. It was that those feelings of separation, it was so strong and so ingrained. Like it felt like at the time it was so ingrained into my being that, um, I at that time believed that that that's how it was always going to be for me, that I was always going to be alone. And then add on these layers of, you know, the separation and, um, feeling the need to separate myself or having behaviors that do things that separate myself that maybe I'm not even realizing I'm doing all like piled in on that. So it's interesting to, because I talked about the alone part a lot over the summer, as I was going through the therapy, working with the therapist and what I learned from that, but you know, this is a journey that we're all on. And this, this, this understanding this with the separation is another layer of something that I thought I had kind of moved past or, um, broken open. So it wasn't as sharp. Didn't feel like it was stabbing me all the time. Um, but then, you know, there's a, right. And then there's another layer and there's another layer and it's really interesting. It's not as annoying to me anymore (laughs) to go through this because it used to be super annoying. I'd be like, God damn it. Didn't I just like get over this thing, whatever it was now here it is again, presenting in a different way. And I got to deal with this shit again. Right. I've kind of like, gotten over that and just been like, all right, let's just go with the, if that's what it is, then that's what it is. I'm not going to fight it anymore. Um, but I was, uh, I was thinking about this also, as I watched the matrix Four. I watched the, the new matrix movie. If you haven't seen it, I, I do recommend it. I thought it was very good. And, and honestly, I'm surprised it was even made, um, given the state of this and that it's coming from Hollywood. Um, Cause it was so obvious to me. There were so many obvious things like parallels and what is really happening today and what is depicted in the movie. But I just want to leave you with this one last thing as I was watching that movie and I was thinking about, about it, about what it, the, the analogies and what the um, you know, kind of what it, what it is, how you can look at it. Um, so, you know, throughout the matrix movies, the agents, right. That come and, um, try to fight, um, and Neo and, you know, they're always at, in at this battle, right. And all this, and, um, you know, that, that's kind of how our thoughts are that we, we, we deal with these layers that we go through, right. There's these agents, like you thought them as the agents that, and the agents are like the negative thoughts, the thoughts that want to come up and they want to fight you and, and, um, and try to destroy you or try to keep you down or try to keep you like, um, in that old pattern that you were in before I keep you like small and, and, and safe. And if we think about our thoughts in that way, as these agents, the Smiths, right. That come up and they want to, um, try to destroy us. Right. It sometimes becomes easier separate ourselves from those thoughts and recognize them for what they are when they come up. So when these shitty thoughts come up, when I have these feelings of separation and feeling like I can feel myself wanting to separate myself. Oh, wait, nope. That's just, that's, you know, that's a Smith. That's one of the agents coming in, trying to um, keep me small, keep me in my old place, keep me from, from where I want to be. And, and we're always going to have these, right? We're always going to have these battles with these, um, you know, agents or Smiths or have it's just a way to illustrate. I'm just using it as an illustration because it, it helped me separate myself from my, my thoughts and realize I'm not these thoughts. 
these are the, these are just part of the ego that are, are coming in that are not letting me be in my own sovereign divinity, right? These are, and, and it's going to be there. And sometimes there'll be, some will go, come, some will go, some will be there. And, you know, you'll, almost learn to become friends with, or we'll we'll kind of be able to recognize them a little easier, but there's always going to be layers of that. Like I said, with, with the the alone, and then realizing again here at Christmas about the separation, there's always layers and that's okay that you're not alone. If you're going through that too, right. That, that that to all of us at some level and some degree. So I, I wanted to leave you with that as a way to maybe think about your thoughts in a different way. So when they come up, you can recognize them and you, you have, it, it, it makes it a little bit easier to identify them and, and realize that there is a choice. I don't have to buy into these agents, come, you know, these thoughts that are coming in and wanting to destroy me. I can choose to tell myself that I belong. I can choose to tell myself a different story. You know, the, the basis of the show is changing the stories in our head. And so um, I thought that was an interesting way to look after watching that movie. I thought that was an interesting way to think about our own negative thoughts that want to come up those stories. So I hope that was helpful. And uh, I hope that you found, maybe you could recognize what I was talking about in the separation in your own self. And maybe when those feelings come up, you can start to tell yourself actually, no, I, I do belong. I don't have to run. I don't have to be the the one that's the outsider. I'm, I'm in, I can be in, in, um, and I can have that life, right? I don't have to be alone. So those are some thoughts I had this week on separation. Um, I hope that helps. So if you are not signed up to get notified of the podcast, please go to sloanfremont.com, sign up on the right-hand side. You'll be able to enter your name and email address, and you'll get notified every time there's a new podcast. As I mentioned, also, I do have my Telegram channel in the show notes, Create What You Speak. If you're not on Telegram, um, it's a different way to connect with people. Uh, It's there's a lot on there. And I think if you're, if you're new to telegram, you might be surprised at what it has to offer, um, in the way of social media and in a completely different format. So be sure and check that out. Um, also, oh, I mentioned stories talking about stories. Um, I do have my course, the BS method, how to tell a better story in five minutes or less. And yes, it can be done. I give you all the, the ways to do that. I give you sample scripts and basically what it is, is it's a course that teaches you how to start, changing the stories in your head so that you can change your life. Um, this is how I changed my life, uh, five years ago. Now uh, I still use the, the, the principles in that course as I move through, as I talk about on the show, as I, um, go through my own life and all the things that come up for me. So be sure to check that out. The BS method.com to learn more. All right. I think that's it this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, um, letting me talk about this. This is something that was, uh, very, uh, enlightening to me. And I hope that it it was to you as well. All right. So until next week, remember question everything, trust yourself and find your truth.